0: Welcome back everyone to Level Headed. I'm Jack Brewer with Mike Lindell, uh, right here in the MyPillow headquarters in Chaska, Minnesota. Uh, We're so excited to bring this to you. As you all know, Level Headed is here to bring that positive news perspective keeping some balance to the conversation. You know, if you turn on your local news, you turn on the national news, you'll probably see something negative, unfortunately. But we're trying to level that out because there are a lot of great things happening right now in this country. There's a lot of people that are doing better. Uh, and there's sometimes we need to bring a balanced perspective to the conversation. I mean, you look at our jobs numbers, people are working more, people are making more money. Um, you know, I saw a poll the other day that showed cancer rates in our country are is actually going down, and people are living longer. And these are reasons that we really should be celebrating. That's Mike. That's
1: right. And you know, just uh, just seeing that the um, the overdoses are going down that's for the great. first time in the last six months, they've actually turned the corner with all the great things the president's doing, and and uh, that's a sign that things are great. Things are coming.
0: They are. So, Mike, does that have to do with just having the conversation more that it has to do with policy. Why do you I, think that I is? I think uh, people
1: are realizing what's what's working now, and, the, and then having the conversation. I, I know the first lady got it out there so much. You know, last year, she did so many things, events that she did, and then awareness, and and um, I think people are. You know, so many things I hear out there are doing. There, it's like all these different entities trying to do different things. And they're finding out what's working, you know. They, I think uh, you know there's the hope. You know, with my Lindo that's Recovery right. Network coming, that's going to be a big thing. It kind of is going to take all the best of the best and combine it because I hear these pockets of hope everywhere. These great things going on, and I think people realize you just got to duplicate them. That's right. You got to duplicate them, you know, and, and they, talk uh, about it. And then talk about it. It's working, and let everybody know it's working. That's right. I mean, take the take the um, taking the shame out of addiction and just saying, you know what? Let's deal with it. Let's deal with where it comes from and manifest from childhood wounds and fatherlessness and yeah. and things like that. And uh, and I think people they're they're realizing it. And everyone, well, you what you got going on too is everybody with, with now it's not like in my day where with uh, we're now people are dying all the yeah. time. and I think. Everyone's looking harder for that right solution. That's right. You know, you go to these secular treatment
0: over and over and over again, these things don't work. you got to find the things that do work. got to find it working. And, and we talk about being positive and actually right. talking about things. I know if I get up in the morning and I have a positive thought, yeah. I usually have a better day. Right. You know, absolutely. I say my prayers and I think Our about prayer. something good, yeah. Yeah. good happening and you have a better day. And yeah, I think absolutely. as a nation, you know, sometimes that's really what level-headed mm-hmm. means. Being level-headed bringing balance, and bringing balance. Common and
1: sense. And, you know, going duplicating things that are working how come these people are happy over here and these aren't let's find out why <laughs> let's
0: find out right and get to the source. Out.
1: Yeah, let's get to the source yeah. yeah
0: mike you spent some time this week uh with Governors from all over the country, man, and we talk about being level-headed. We're talking about being positive um, How was that? What was the mood of the governors and tell us a little bit about that experience? Well, It came about this kind of came about all in about
1: eight days uh, the, the, I, I was with the president and he wanted me to run his uh, Minnesota campaign for him And I said I would and then all of a sudden I ended up in Iowa <laughs> at the uh, at the caucus for the on the republican side there was 80 i was part of
0: 80 i believe it was 88 surrogates and wow
1: it was that was surreal but i'm and that I mean, was the, uh, that
0: was the primary ladies and gentlemen yeah, yeah. the democratic primary that just happened in right, iowa right yeah right
1: and so yeah we had to go we went around and spoke and we all went to a caucus i had learned what caucuses are <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea i'm going it was interesting and uh but i seen uh but there, you know, I, everyone was telling me, you know, Mike, you know, running for governor. You know, there were just too many divine appointments that kept happening, divine connections, and and I'm going, okay, I'll look into this. Well, I met the, I actually met the ex-governor of Virginia, and I talked to him, and he said, Mike, he said, there's a big governor's thing in, in D.C. this weekend, which was this last weekend. He said, if you want to do your due diligence, you should come and talk to meet with them. I said, you know what, because anything I dive into, I check it out, yeah, I do my due diligence and I went to went to DC and they, um, I met with uh, first the governor of Iowa and she how, was how amazing, she? Wow. I'll tell you what and I met with her, I met with the governor of Texas, the governor of South Carolina, the governor of South Dakota. And I, I can't remember, the list goes on and on, but these were private meetings, 15 minutes to a half hour long. Yeah. And what I wanted to learn from them is if I ran in Minnesota in 2022, would I be able to make a difference? Means we don't have Minnesota, we don't have the state uh, state house. And, yes. and uh, I don't wanna get in there and not be able to do anything, you yeah. know? And they said, oh, no, you'd be able to make a difference. And they told me, you know, they didn't have, I didn't hear anything negative about it. Really? Yeah. They were all so positive about the changes that can be made. And these, uh, some of our most popular governors are Republicans in Democratic states. (laughs) I heard that. I'm going, you're kidding. They actually work with you. He says, yeah, at that level, they all work together, it seems like. That's what they were telling me. Mm -hmm. And that was a real positive for me. But I plan on Minnesota. I want to get to. I want to get the right people in if I do run, if I decide to run. But I, I'll i tell you what, I didn't hear any negative. And uh, that kind of, you know, lean, leaning towards, uh, that'd be interesting. It would.
0: That's, that's, it sounds like the governors were were pretty level-headed. Yeah, they were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. I, I, they were so encouraging. And everybody everybody I talked to, they knew why I was meeting them. There were h- hundreds of people there. And, they, and then the president spoke the one night and... and uh, he called me out there. He says, "What do you think, Mike?" <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but they, but I met a lot that night too, and and just so many, and they just said, "Mike, you really need to do it, and and just uh, see how it goes, and see because my platform is so big outside of that, and I want to make a difference with, uh, you know, my addiction platform, and to help people, and to help our country, and wherever I can do the best."
0: Yeah, you know. but and, and obviously Minnesota right now, having you as governor uh, would be a statement. Right. Um, you right. know, we we have issues right now in, in the state. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people don't feel like Minnesota values, um, the the basic concept right. of the Minnesota family is being put out there in the public. Well, I, when,
1: I, when they asked me about that, they said, what's up with Minnesota? <laughs> and I, I, you know, I had to tell them, you know, we're not the rest of the country. With black unemployment going down, ours goes up. Yeah. Highest in the country.
0: Highest in the well, country. Well, you
1: can only do, you know, do the math. What? Why would that be? you got to yeah. look into why that is. Got to be I, level-headed about yeah, it. Yeah, you got to be level-headed. Find out the problem. That's it's right. problem-solution. That's right. It's problem-solution. That's how I do everything. You, go, you look at the problem and what's the solution, and what will it manifest to? No doubt. And, you know, and I, you know I get frustrated. We have opportunity zones here in Minnesota. I feel they're getting blocked. Yep. I feel a lot of the things that this, with our president and this administration, has put out are getting blocked by Minnesota politicians.
0: So he doesn't look good. do not look good. I really and believe that. I, and I, I think you're, you're onto something there, Mike. You know, I, I've been reading in the recent news. Um, you know, the district that actually has the worst unemployment for African Americans uh, is right in that Minneapolis district, uh, which is ran by. Um, Representative Elon Omar, right. um, and then re- recently you've seen a lot of people have come out and said they're running against her. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, there's one young lady. Her name is Dahlia al akidi right. uh, She's actually an Iraqi-born uh, Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, but she's pro-American. She's been there since the Iraqi War. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her family, you know, obviously was against right. Saddam Hussein and, and his regime. She went on to be a big presence in the media there. Mm-hmm. She's come out and announced that she's going to run mm-hmm. against Omar right. in that district. Uh, and then another person uh, is Chris Kelly, and mm-hmm. Chris Kelly is a, a war veteran hero. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was served uh, in the Minnesota. As a Minnesota police officer for over 20 years right. uh, and he said you know the reason why he is running is because when she came out this is Omar and said some people did something right for him uh, that was too much and so right. now he's jumped in mm-hmm. uh, and, and is running for public office how, how do you feel about that
1: well I, I there's many I, for me I have my own uh, you know I have my Christian beliefs when she came out and said she's against Israel that's you know I'm sorry I mean if you're not you know if you're not if you're in our country you should be happier in our country i mean we have we have freedoms like me as an entrepreneur my my american dream
0: story yeah. that couldn't happen in any other country anyway. in the world you don't got to yeah. agree with everything that happens in a country but you can't be against that against country it. because yeah, we you, have a constitution. You, you over get, some of us were slaves and we've overcome that right, and we've overcome oppression. We are a country
1: that finds problem solutions. solutions. That's, that's what right. we do. We're level-headed and that's, you know, we got to stay that way or get back to being that way. That's right. And when you got, and some of the things that uh, that's going on in my own state here in Minnesota, you know, I see things that are going on in business-wise that I'm very much against her and against, uh, you know, I don't like to badmouth other uh other people, I just say, you know what? I always tell people, just let her stay there because she's our best asset going forward. Because everyone can see the things she's, that she's representing and doing, and and you know, it be, I think that's going to get a lot of people to go, hey, wake up and go, well, we can't have this. And Mike, you though, at
0: the, if, you, if let's stay level-headed again, she hasn't done anything. No, I know. There's been know. no major policies passed um, yeah. by this Democratic-led Congress. We've actually had no real progress made there they that's bash that. the president they yeah. go against all these things they it's spend like all they're, the time always, doing that. they're always anti but right. they're not for anything you can't right. be against right. everything right. and for nothing uh i think that's what what we need to be you know, really and focusing and, and I on I think right there's now
1: there's so much bureaucracy here in minnesota and they uh you know the taxes and the you know all these things they told me if i ever went for governor that the things that could be things you could get done that's right. and uh and if you but I'd like to say I would have to do it you know do a deep dive and say Mm -hmm. why isn't this getting done here but it's getting working in other states right that's what makes me I'm going you know I grew up here in Minnesota I was proud of everything we did and now we're falling behind or it's not because we're being what stubborn or we're not we're not uh, we're not we don't want to do the things that make our president well let me tell you when I go around Minnesota for the rallies for this for, for our president when I go around Minnesota you know what I'm going to be telling people I'm gonna, I want to talk to the people left to center, the, in, the independents, and say, look at the great things he's done, how it affects you in your personal lives. That's
0: right. Because he's the done so there. much
1: good, even in Minnesota, it comes through.
0: Even in Minnesota, and uh, we've we got to go to break, but, Mike, I just want to tell you something you reminded me. Uh, when I came here, um, it was 1997 when I made my first trip to Minnesota right. as a uh, kid in college coming to play ball, right? Recruited here. It was cold. When I drove through downtown Minneapolis, you know what my recruiter told me? He said, this is the best city for a black man to come and work. He told me that, wow. and he told me he's like, "This is a, you'll be more accepted here. We have more African American executives in our Fortune 500 companies and in our businesses in almost any place that you can go." And that always stuck with me. So to hear that Minnesota now has the worst unemployment for blacks, yeah, exactly. you know that something needs to happen. And so yeah. we're we going to take back a quick from yeah. break. I got something I'm going to tell everybody about <laughs> Minnesota. Awesome, you heard that? Uh, we'll be right back. See you soon.
1: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable.
0: To take advantage of Mike's special offer, buy one set of Giza Dream Sheets and get another set absolutely free, call 1-800-958-1819 and use the promo code LEVEL. That's 1-800-958-1819, promo code LEVEL, or online at MyPillow.com. Don't forget the promo code LEVEL. Welcome back, everyone. This is Level Headed. I'm Jack Brewer with Mike Lindell. Uh, we are in Minneapolis, and Mike, you just gave me a, uh, a stat. Actually, yeah. I'm reading the article Came right here. Came out today. Today, in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, there's a serious crime spike of 70% in the Minneapolis Downtown East neighborhood. Which everyone, if you don't know Minneapolis Downtown East, very thriving area yeah. where they put all kind of new construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, this is depressing, Mike. Uh, isn't that
1: over by the university, kind of?
0: Uh pretty close. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. close. Yeah, it is. You know, I went to school with you. You
1: did too. That's right. You know, I mean, this is uh, this is what's happening here. Why is it happening here? There's got to be answers. You know, it's sad they it? uh but there's um, you know, um, just uh, things like that. I'm looking at here in my home state, home state, and I'm going. You know, that's why I just want to get out, and get behind the president on my, for this campaign, and I also want to, you know. I might just tip it go over to run for governor jack man i don't
0: know mike i think uh i'm gonna have to move back to minnesota and help you brother i think you should
1: that'd be great yeah, you know
0: as a as a former gopher I, i'm serious when i said that at the last break uh it, it really does sadden me yeah, uh to no. think that a state that had this much going particularly the opportunity mm-hmm. for right. african americans mm-hmm. and um no. you know we're I
1: want to say a couple good things about our state, though. That the stuff I've been working on is very dear to me, and that's my Lindell Recovery Network. But I've been working with some of the best entities ever. Teen Challenge, Salvation Army, here Union Gospel. Minnesota is so ahead of, you know, with treatment with, uh, you know, drug, alcohol. Mm -hmm. And we have some of the best here. They, you know, we they're like the uh, the models for the rest of the country when all three of them. That's great. And they worked. All of our faith-based centers work as one. You know we have it you know if someone comes to one and they're full they'll tell you about another where the best is so we've That's got great. great things going on here with that i just want to put that out there gotta gotta there's say some, some, so there's some diamonds here
0: there's some level-headed people in minnesota <laughs> too right. yeah i mean and, and you know we're talking about all these stats and data particularly affecting um the black community and um as you all know this is black history month um you know february is black history month and you know as we all know um, America has a, a very spotted history when it comes to African Americans. You know, African Americans still remain in our country uh, mm-hmm. as the sickest, the poorest, and the most uneducated segment of our population. You know, they' we're enslaved um, from sixteen nineteen um, and and you know, really are are still fighting back from those effects. But you know, when you when you look at the status of African Americans now uh, compared to years past, I just actually wrote an article for Fox. Um, and my main, my my main focus of writing that article was to say that in 2020, this should be the most celebrated Black History Month ever, yeah. uh, because blacks in this country um, have really overcome a lot. You know, right. with, with the with the criminal justice reform that's going on wow. in this country, and President Trump passing the First Step Act, oh. there's I think almost ten thousand. Black fathers have been reunited with yeah. with, and, with their families, and Mike. look what fatherlessness does. Right.
1: You know, in that community, you know, it's just uh, it, it's sad. You know, it is sad. And it, they, but yeah, this should be the most celebrated because you've seen the best on the best employment I mean, folk, now. Yeah, that's right. Fathers going back to their families. That's right. And um, and things keep going that direction. It's going to be good.
0: It's going to be good. And, and you know, you know, when you talk about race, and and you know, we have an election going on. Right now, particularly the Democratic primary, Uh, and race has been a big factor. You know, you have uh, Pete Buttigieg, who um, won the Iowa caucus, came came second by one percent in the last New Hampshire um, primary. You know, he uh, he has a problem uh, relating to black voters, and that's been something that's holding him back. You got Joe Biden, uh, who has done really strongly with black voters. Ironically. Uh, Joe Biden is the one who actually wrote the 1994 crime bill uh, with Bill Clinton. So, you know, horrible. So you you see a lot of hypocrisy right now. Yeah, that's the the
1: old, let's get, let's make the promises before the election (laughs) and then we'll wait another two or four years and they go and then maybe they'll forget that we made promises then and we didn't keep them. Yep. And then bing. But you know what? The fun's over for them. You know, it really is. The lies are over because you know what? Now it's been proven by a president that was promises made promises, promises. kept, and and that's key because now that it's completely you have people pouring in to the come on in, yep. man. Look at where the truth lies, right? And look what happened in your own lives. What I really like, Jack, right now is the the. The, not just the employment. I see it all around me with the wages going up. That's the it's an employees' thing. market right That's now. Right. You can go. You can go if you don't like. If you've been stuck in this job you don't like, you can go out. There's a better one out there, or there's a promotion out there. You know, I've seen it all around me where people go to other jobs or go to apply at other places, and then their employer finds out about. And goes well. Wait a minute. I'll pay you more. I, I'm sorry. I've been. I've been Which paying is you huge. for so long. Which you is know, huge. Every, you know, it's huge, and it's going to keep going up and up. Consumer confidence all time high, yeah. and inventors and are taking chances. Service yeah. business. You know, you go to the you think, talk about the inner city. You know, how many of my friends are actually going out there and taking chances on little on small mm-hmm. businesses right now that they wouldn't take before because now they can go back to a job because they're everywhere right now. Yeah. So you can go out and do what you really where your passion lies. I tell anybody entrepreneur out there. You do something you like because right now you can do. You can
0: always do something. Get paid good for something you don't like. Now do yeah. something you enjoy. Yeah, but Mike, but Mike, the left has tried in the media to downplay and water down what's happening in our economy. Yeah. And I don't know if you realize this, but um, after the primary in Iowa, um, Van Jones, uh, who is famously known for after the Trump election, came out and talked about. You know, this has been a white lash and, um, after Trump oh, yeah, won yeah, the yeah, election. Yeah. You know what? But Van Jones, who I respect, highly respect this man, he said something and he gave a warning to Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I want you to listen to this. A warning to Democrats. What he was saying to African-Americans can be effective. You may not like it, but he mentioned HBCUs. Our black colleges have been struggling for a long time. A bunch of them have gone under. Uh, he threw a lifeline to them. Uh, in real life, in, in his budget, he talked about that. He talked about the criminal justice reform. He talked about opportunity zones. This, school choice, He talked about school a big choice. issue. Uh, yeah. Listen, wake up. He doesn't have to be effective. Exactly. He has to be, to be effective. effective. To, to, effective. The, to yeah, move yeah, margins at key stakes. And, and the uh, thing about it is, and I think uh, that we've we got to wake up, folks. Uh, There's a the whole bubble thing that goes on. We say, well, he said s nations, therefore all black people are going to hate him forever. That ain't necessarily so. And I think what you're going to see him do is say, you you may not like my rhetoric, but look at my results, look at my record to black people. If he narrow casts that, it's going to be effective.
1: Well, they're definitely going to try and keep that away from people seeing it. (laughs) No doubt. They're going to suppress that. Suppress Uh,
0: it. Mike, you're talking about the most respected black democratic voice in America just said that. Right, right.
1: Because you know what, it's like we said earlier in the show, you're not gonna be able to suppress all the good things. Well, there's too many good things going on. That's right. There's just too many going on. And you know what? The media can't keep lying. They can keep lying, but sooner or later, people in real life. They're gonna go, hey, you know what? Can you believe all these good things going on? I just got. I'm back with my family. Um, you know, I'm. Uh, I got a job. My job's good. Why do they keep saying that this that this guy's a bad president? You know, does that
0: up. Yeah. Done that up. And it's, it's not level-headed. And we don't want to bash people, but this show is about the truth. This show right. is about bringing America a positive and a, a balanced perspective on things. Right. And we're not going to sit here and say, sit, look, at a, look at the color blue and call it green. Right. Right. We're not going to do that here. It's gonna, we're going to keep things level-headed. And, um, and,
1: and you know, I want people to know where I come from. Since I was an anarchist, I never voted. I didn't know a Democrat from a Republican. Right. So I came from a place of common sense going, well, what would work? Me as a businessman going, you know, what would work out there and what would it, you know, let's, tr- if, if you have a problem solution and what would it, what would it manifest to? Well, you know, that's why I went all in for the president on faith. And now all of a sudden I'm going, I can tell all my friends, I go, I told
0: you. Told you look so. Look at
1: all these things he did. Yeah. And then look at, it brings joy to people. It brings, you know, happy lives. That's right. You know, joyful families getting back together, families. You know,
0: and that's what it's really about, is restoring the American family. Um, But, you know, we are fighting those lies and we are fighting that hypocrisy. And, you know, there's one particular candidate right now on the Democratic side who has come in. He he skipped out on the Iowa um, caucus. He skipped out on on New Hampshire. uh, And he's basically trying to buy the election. He's running ad after ad after ad. Um, But, Mike, he took a very big hit. Um, I want everyone to listen to some comments made by former mayor of New York, uh, Mr. Michael Bloomberg. Um, This is an issue that hits the core, particularly of me. I remember being in New York during these stop and frisk days. Um, I remember um, artists like Jay-Z and others stepping up against stop and frisk, where literally cops were driving around New York City and they saw black kids and they were just grabbing them, man. Snatching them up, roughing them up. you know, digging in their pockets, uh, and you saw a huge surge in uh, in African-American men getting thrown in jail for small petty crimes, small, um, you know, marijuana in their pocket and all these different things. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple days ago, um, this comes out. I want everyone to listen to Mr. Bloomberg. 95%
1: of your murders and murderers and murder victims fit one of them. You can just take the description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. They are male, minorities, 15, 25. That's true in New York, it's true in virtually every city in And that's where the real crime mean, is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that get killed. So you to, if you want to spend the money, a lot of cops in the street, put
2: those cops where the crime is, which means in the minority neighborhoods. So this is one of
1: the unintended consequences. is People say, "Oh my God, you are arresting kids for marijuana. that are all
0: minorities." Yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods. Yes, that's true. Why we do it? Because that's where all the crime is. And look, the way you get the guns
1: out of the kids' hands is uh, to throw them against the wall and frisk them. You know that. Uh, here's the thing, Jack. You know that's like that right there to, you know do you think it's going to get out there that's the thing if they suppress that now you can do a lot with media by especially with his money buying ads that's a scary scary situation scary. when he can buy an election buy an election and put anything he wants in those ads he could say oh i really like you know um you know i'm all for the black community and, he just you know,
0: went to detroit jerry our yeah. good friend jerry just showed me he just went to Detroit to try to buy into the black preachers. Oh, that just wow. happened
1: yesterday. You know, I spent a lot of time in Detroit, I told you that, yep. with, the, with the black preachers yep. and the Democratic black preachers. They prayed over me, We prayed over me one time that. when I went there with the... I do a lot of stuff in Detroit. That may, That makes me sick, actually, when I think if that's... you know He goes there and he's trying to buy buy his way in. It's terrible. When when they, you know, it's a big fake. It's about as fake as it comes. You know, he's a good example. You know if we let
0: money buy that, that's almost as bad as the fake news <laughs> imagine if 100%, and imagine no, no. if a Democrat has said that Mike I got a twenty one year old black son to hear a man say throw these black kids against the wall yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean are you kidding uh, if a Republican said that can you, you imagine what would happen yeah. if a Republican said that but yeah. you know what Mike let's uh Let's take a break. I don't want to, this makes me upset, but we're going to take a break, Mike. And when we come back, let's talk about the positive things that we're going to do. That's right. What we're going to do in the community, what we're already doing in the community. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. We'll be right back. This is Level Headed.
1: Hello. I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable.
0: To take advantage of Mike's special offer, buy one set of Giza Dream Sheets and get another set absolutely free, call 1-800-958-1819 and use the promo code LEVEL. That's 1-800-958-1819, promo code LEVEL, or online at MyPillow.com. Don't forget the promo code LEVEL. Welcome back, everyone. Level-headed. I'm Jack Brewer with Mike Lindell, and Mike, it's time for our Hope Report. Let's talk about what we're going to actually do in some of these inner cities and some of these neighborhoods that need us, man.
1: Yeah, you know, with not just uh, we're a lot of things. We're, you know, I want to do the Lindell Recovery Network. That's right. All the addiction that I've, you know, that's just went everywhere and it's going to just wipe out addiction. Yep. You know, working with
0: the—we've uh, already been working with the prisons. The prisons. You, know, the prisons. you went into the prisons, yeah, yeah. and and that was incredible. Um, and this actually happened over Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, yeah, that man. Was wow, awesome. that's just been a week ago. Yeah, man. yeah, I know it's yeah. So it's just, man, it's amazing. Go, like yeah. that, and, and Mike, you wow. were honored. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mike, you were honored. You got a, a an award, a recognition yeah, from the state yeah. Senate of Florida. Yeah, like uh, for all then, your that work. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was
1: cool, oh, yeah. man. That was cool. And I was combining like this, you know, I want to. You know, I'm good friends with uh, with Secretary Ben Carson and and uh, his, uh, you know, and then the uh, with his uh, envision centers and then the That's opportunity right. zones That's right. and us two working and working down the, with the with the cities and getting, getting uh, the inner city. There's so many things that it's such a common sense solution. Common sense. I mean, it's that uh, you know you brought up so many things. You know, the parks. You know. You know, I mean, they, you know, <laughs> something for people to do something too. Something for people to do, and the yeah. kids and after-school yeah, program. You know. and I want to really change this. You know, get the schools, get the choice to schools too, yeah. so you can yep. pick
0: your own school. School choice, man. School we choice. need. I mean, why?
1: Why wouldn't we do that? Yeah.
0: You know you what? Know. Th- what happens is sometimes, Mike, the Democrats have aligned themselves so closely with the unions, and I'm not against right. the unions, yeah. but yeah. you can't jeopardize the kids' futures and no. the kids' best interests. No for for unions right. you just can't do it and if schools are good you keep those schools going right. if if charter schools or other options are better for some of these underserved kids right. we got to get them in those schools absolutely you got to go
1: you got to go where the success is you got to you got to look at your deviations your baseline and if you see something good duplicate okay there's so many good things i'll tell you it's, Jack, I spent so much in Detroit, I'm gonna get there. I think we should do one of our shows from there. It's
0: great, I yeah. have John
1: and Alicia, they're downtown, right in the middle of the, one of the worst part of Detroit, but they're the hope of that neighborhood. Yep. I put a roof over their place, and, and it just keeps getting bigger and the, the, bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger, because the people in the neighborhood protect that, and that That's gets right. bigger. That's their hope, Jack.
0: That's their hope. That's
1: their hope. <clears throat> And the, and the schools there, they, I told you, I said, I spoke at one day, you know, in fact, they said, Mike, you, I'm like, will you pray for it? I I didn't, I <laughs> a <laughs> good prayer then, but I did the best I could. And, That's great, and I toured it and just the, the schools there, are some ninety-some percent success. Wow! You know, and they and they, I heard so many success stories there, and I, I just think what's going on. You know, everyone thinks of Detroit of oh, you know, it's depression and unemployment. And that there's some good things going on that should be duplicated around this country that I've been a part of for about three years now, yep. and we I'd like to do a, one of our shows from there coming up maybe in the next month or two here. I think but I mean should. these are the things that I want to show that we can show each other. Jack knows so much for. You know, what success is from there, as do I. And we're going to combine this and find that, Find in this country the good things going on and then do them.
0: Do them. Do them. Get them done. We're, Get her done. We're trying to be level-headed. And, Mike, I had a such a cool opportunity, and, and thanks to your support, um, you've supported the foundation. And um, we, Just two weeks ago, we were able to fund two different programs. We We funded the opening of a, a new police athletic league, uh in west palm beach Mm -hmm. um uh, area that's been ridden with with crime and murder and these kids don't have fathers and so open up this center so they can have a place to go after school right uh and then uh, i was able to do make a fifty thousand dollar donation Um, to uh, uh, Broward County for all the at-risk kids, all the kids that have been in trouble. You know, most of these kids don't have parents at home, and after school, they don't have anything to do. But I wanted everyone to listen to this presentation because it's pretty special. One, two,
1: three.
0: Former NFL player Jack Brewer presented a $50,000 award to Pine Ridge Education Center in Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to do whatever I can to get as many fathers, to get as many figures of respect into the classroom to also help along with what you're doing, Dr. Brown. You know, I really wanted to go out and touch some of the kids in my own backyard uh, who may be underserved. The award was part of the Super Bowl experience, which featured panel discussions and football-related activities.
2: An experience like this means the world, not only to the kids, but also to the faculty, that they truly are a part of Broward County.
0: Several former NFL players joined Brewer, highlighting the importance of closing the gap and providing more support for at-risk youths. I want to be
2: able to teach and change and, and, and fuel all of these kids this will help them tremendously academically
0: as well as their self-esteem because now they can be involved in after-school activities,
2: um, learning sports, basketball, football, and you know we just want to introduce them to a whole lot of things and to boost their self-esteem and know that they can be somebody in society. The
0: Jack Brewer Foundation's American Heroes Initiative will help the school launch a new program that will offer access to after-school and summer activities as well as providing academic and social-emotional support. You know, by the grace of God, I was able to put the money together and, you know, really see this vision through because I know it'll make an impact in these kids just to have that support, have that opportunity to do extracurricular activities, have the opportunity to have someone support them and help them with their after school homework, and just that confidence uh, that we'll be able to build in them. And then it's also an opportunity for other people outside to come back here and serve. So if you want to volunteer, maybe come uh, teach a kid or tutor a kid for 30 minutes or an hour. after school, you know, folks will have a chance to do that. Go get the yard.
1: You know, Jack. I want to just thank you. I mean, Jack does more things by accident to help people than a lot of people do on purpose. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm telling you, the uh, you know, and everyone out there is just looking where, you know, one of the things I that you see there is is the fatherlessness, and see, that's very dear to my heart. Even though I had father, but I, you know, I come from a family divorce. Even yeah. in my book, you know, we're seven years old, mm. and that those things Tough. affect a person. A family unit staying together is so important.
0: So important,
1: and you know, and it just. Uh, you know, I, I think that they, you know, you could put anyone in that situation, not just the blacks, but the black community has been just, that's been the one thing keeping it down for so long. It's been
0: decimated, You man. know,
1: decimated by fatherlessness and yep. the father not being there. Yeah. And, you know, and doing that, what you're doing, some just having a father figure, having somebody there. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, there's just so many, and there's so many people like Jack doing these things to help because that's the thing. You know these things manifest into addiction and everything yes, else, do. and these this is where it comes from. That's right. These is that that is that father wound. You know, and then uh, you know, then you have, um, um, and not that the mother's not affected too. Usually, well, usually grandmothers end up being the patriarch, or the right. matriarch of the company. Am I that's right? That's right. It happens you all know, the time in the schools all that all I the work time, in. You know, yeah. and the uh, you know um, the closest. You know, they. But I'm just saying that there's so such great things you're doing, and these are what. The problems you see, then you see the solutions. Like what you just did there, to giving that money to this, uh, where it's going to help him and have a father. That's right. And and to do that and duplicate it, duplicate that across country.
0: And that's the plan. That's we're the gonna... hope. That's, that's the right. Hope. It's the hope. It's level-headed hope. It is level-headed hope, no, Mike. No. you're you're dead on. No. And you know this is uh, this is why we do this show. We yeah. do this show to show not just what we talk about in our opinions, but you know we're actually going out there with our mo- our own money for our own time, uh, and most, most importantly, with, the, with our love. Love, yeah, for, yeah. love for our fellow Americans Absolutely. Uh, in to help. So yeah. this is a great Hope Report. Uh, we got one more segment. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm Jack Brewer with my buddy, Mike Lindell. We will be right back. Welcome back to our final segment. Uh, this has been a, a great show, Mike, but we're gonna end it off with a little laugh. Before we do <laughs> that,
1: I wanna say I wanna <laughs> say, uh, you know, Jack's getting married next week here. Yes, There's I a am. hope
0: report for you. Yeah. Yes I am. <laughs> and I can't wait, Mike. You're gonna wanted. be there? Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be there. And but then. I haven't told you what I want you to do yet. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll we'll that next time. Okay. Sorry,
1: Jack. I had to put a plug in there. No, 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 My no. Hope, bro. Jack's hope. I'm hoping that we get that you get married. Yeah. You're gonna love it.
0: Make sure I'm not. I don't get scared now. If I run out the back door, it's your fault, Mike. <laughs> okay. All right, here we but, go. But Mike, man, you know this is a news story from man, I think it's almost been eight nine months ago, uh, and it's from jesse smollett <laughs> <laughs> and before we talk about this and listen normally we don't joke and have fun on the show it's a serious level-headed show right. but this is ridiculous you so. can't help it. <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to but i was um, uh actually i was on twitter and i saw that don jr posted something and it was a clip from a netflix comedy episode (laughs) from Dave Chappelle. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna try to beep out the couple curse words, but listen to this.
2: Just afraid of being attacked, happens to the best ones. Don't ever forget what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smouillet he's a very French, very famous French actor. Y'all never heard of Jussie (laughs) Smouye? Jussie Smouye is an actor from France. (laughs) And he became famous on a show called Empire. (laughs) One night, he was in Chicago late at night and was the victim. (laughs) He was the victim of a, a racist and homophobic attack. You see, Juicy Smouye is gay and he is black, not just French. A crazy story. Apparently, when he was walking down the street late at night, two white men came out of the shadows uh with MAGA hats on, beat him up, tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds of and put some bleach on him and ran off into the night. This was like international news. And everybody was Furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page. Justice for Juicy and all this. <laughs> the whole country was up in arms. He was talking about it all the time on the news. And and for some reason, uh, African Americans, we were like oddly quiet. <laughs> we were so quiet about it that the gay community started accusing African-American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. (laughs) Because we understood that this was clearly lying. (laughs) None of these details added up at all. He said he's walking down the street in Chicago and and, and, uh, white dudes come up to him and say, hey man, aren't you that from Empire? Does that sound like how white people talk? I know white people, they don't talk like that. Are you that from Empire? They would never say that. It sounds like something that I would say. If you're racist and homophobic, you're not even gonna know what this is. You can't watch Empire. <laughs> Black people never feel sorry for the police, but this time we even felt sorry for the police. Can you imagine if you was a police veteran taking this kid's police report? Okay, Mr. Smoulier, please tell me what happened. All right, 2 a.m. You left the house at 2 a.m. It's minus 16 degrees. Uh, You were walking. You were walking, all right. And and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches? That's when the men approached you. Did you see them? Do you have any? Okay, what do they have on? MAGA hats! (laughs) MAGA hats on in Chicago. Excuse me one second, Mr. Yeah. Frank, come here for a second. (laughs) Find out where Kanye West was last night. (laughs) <laughs> Mike, <laughs> you can't make
0: that up. The Frenchman. It's so funny. What did he oh. say? Juicy smollet. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you to be talking about. Wouldn't that, hypocrisy? Would
1: have, been, that would have been the easiest thing to ever investigate? Ever. Uh, are you so kidding? Where were you going? Like, <laughs> they were wearing those hats in Chicago. In, Chicago. in the middle of winter. In the middle of winter.
0: <laughs> were you wearing a coat? Were you wearing a coat? <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine two white guys walking around the inner city of Chicago in the middle of the winter like that, I, yeah, yeah, wearing, no, wearing Make America Great no, Again Hats. No. This could happen. Come on. <laughs> That's Come just... on. Oh, so so so, Mike. The hypocrisy. she didn't do
1: much planning, and you know. No, he didn't and, do much planning.
0: <laughs> and you don't hear any of the Democrats standing up against this. That's
1: it. what they, I don't understand. It's like you know, you know, Jack. Now that I understand how politics can affect us, good and bad, yep. I just don't understand why everything. You know, what are these? You've got to look at why. What's their motive for hiding stuff like this? It's only for what. It's yeah. only to get people in power, and why do they want to be, have the power if they're not going to do anything you know, good for they, the people?
0: It's terrible. That
1: is terrible. It really so is. all you've got to do is follow the dots. Why would you suppress this? Yeah. But you would But you bring stuff up over here. You know, it's not. That, that, that's it's not level. Not level headed. That's not level headed. So you got to put. What's their motive for suppressing this? What's their motive for hiding this? What's their motive? You know, the, the we're, hunger for the power. The motive is power, and what are they going to do with that power? We could have another show when we get to we get our one of our next shows. I want to tell you what my theory is about. They're doing with all this power. <laughs> all I'll right, tell you, yeah. we'll do that Definitely. in the next episode. And,
0: and Mike, you know, in the same week that this comes out, um, a man who was anti-Trump ran his van into Trump supporters ran their tents over and you don't hear him talk about that right no but you hear him talk about this and so it's become almost a culture to try to paint all Trump supporters as racist yeah and and it's sad
1: yes well you've had some of the candidates come right out and say that
0: over over and
1: over again what is that in newscasts you know like like uh you know, they're making uh, Hillary's thing of deplorables look like look like she was calling it something good. It, it, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's sad. It really, it it really is, sad. is sad, man. You know, these to, words to aren't even, that. you know, you know, Jack, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up, uh, you know, as we close here. But I want to tell everyone, when I when I got it when I met Donald Trump in the summer of 16 before he was president he reached out to me for my being made in the USA and stuff and, hmm. and we we met for a half hour and he talked about what he was going to do and, and you know dear to me it was going to help the, you know the addiction in this yep. country he was going to help bring the jobs back all these great things I walked out and I said he's going to be the greatest president ever hmm. not that I knew it you know I didn't know anything about politics but I'll tell you what I got back to Minnesota Jack and I couldn't wait to tell the media here what I had seen you you know that, so yep. I did a press release out to him. I said, "You guys, I met down Trump. I didn't even tell him what we talked about." I got emails back calling me a racist, calling terrible. me this, all these things. I'm going, "What did
0: I do?" Terrible. You know, it really is terrible. It, it was and,
1: horrible, and, and that's what you know. What that made me do, Jack? What's it that? It made me go all in. All to in. find the level-headedness and find the common sense. And the, where's the common sense? Well, you know what? It's coming out.
0: Yep, it's it, coming. It is, and I and I want everybody to that point to. Go on to uh, foxnews.com. I just wrote an op-ed, and my first paragraph says, in the middle of historic progress being made for blacks in America, this should be the most celebrated black history month of our generation. Instead, we're in a fight against labeling as the words racist and white supremacy have poured into our politics and become normalized in our American culture. And it's sad. Yeah. It really is sad. It and so really is sad. I, I just say, everyone go on. It's called Black History Month 2020. Trump's policies are bettering lives of black Americans. And Absolutely, so, they are. You yes, know, the they are. The time
1: I spent in Minneapolis now, down, you know, back in the day, and then here I was labeled and told that by the media down there going, man, you know, I, I told you in Chicago that one time I did a yeah. radio show, I was slammed, slammed by the news lady and then everyone in Chicago, they're going, hey, he's right, they came back and, supported and they came you. back and apologized, that lady did that news yep. outlet, you know. Because they're
0: real and they're yep. level-headed. When yep. people see the truth, they can accept the truth. Yep. Well, Mike, this has uh, been an awesome show, man. Yep. Uh, I want to tell everybody, please go out and buy Mike's book, What Are the Eyes from crackhead to CEO, crack addict. To crackhead. CEO. Oh, crack okay. addict. I'm sorry. Okay. But that's and Mike, you know, when I, up,
1: crack when I grew up, when I grew up, we said crackhead. I'm sorry. My
0: bad. My Texas came when, out. Well, we don't want, we, we don't want you, we don't want you Googling the wrong title. Now. No. No. But Mike, I got to tell you, we talked about me getting married and my wife to be literally, she We're flying. I'm flying there. She, she says, babe, I can't stop crying. I'm yeah. like huh she's like I'm reading my book I can't stop yeah. crying we get there I'm in the room and I'm about to go to sleep and she's reading your book and she's just crying yeah and then the next day she's out in the balcony and I look outside and she's reading your book and she's crying right. and then two days later you called me and we're you were on speakerphone I talked to you on speakerphone yeah, all the time yeah, when we're, yeah, and we're yeah, typing yeah. she heard your voice right. and started crying yeah. and so this book is, is powerful, man. It really a, is. It
1: is a good, it's a story of hope. I mean, you know, God got me through all those times, and it's just going to help so many people, and uh, not just with addiction. I mean, this is everyday life with everyday pains life. we all have and stuff that, that uh, deep down in of unworthiness, of you know, the stuff that I felt not worthy, yep. trying to fit in. Yep. Things like that, and yep. it's a it's a story
0: of hope that could only be done in the United States of America. Only in America. Yep. Mike, so what what does everyone find in the book?
1: You can go to mystore.com and uh, or mypillow.com, either either place, um, and um, you get it. And the proceeds, Pro, my proceeds are going to help the Lindell Recovery Network, which is going to be coming out and help millions of addicts. And employ tens of thousands of people that have had their hearts restored. Yeah, it's amazing. And, uh, it's going to be amazing. It, it really is. It already is amazing. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, actually finding outlets right now. I even, I even, I self-published. I bought my own paper, everything, because wow. I didn't want any middlemen getting, getting those proceeds. I want to use all the proceeds to help everyone as much yeah. as I can. You know, just with, with this story of hope. So
0: no that's great so everyone support mike support this book go out and buy it um and also promote this show share it with your friends tell everyone about it Uh, we're we're in the middle of a big release you'll see us on more platforms coming up uh, over the next couple weeks we're making some big plans uh with the my pillow staff with mike and, and and my and my team at Brewer media so everyone stay tuned this has been an awesome show mike yep. thank you again brother i'm heading south right now 10 minutes on I'm, I'm going down south for oh a while. yeah happy a valentine's days. day yeah. to happy all the ladies Valentine's day. that's where i'm going to see my valentine <laughs> that's right everybody <laughs> god is good we're sending our blessings we're sending our respect praying for all your families uh keep us in your prayers uh thank you for joining level-headed I'm Jack Brewer with Mike Lindell. Until next time, we will see you soon. Brewer Wellness Shop is proud to help the most vulnerable Americans. If you purchase a 10-pack of masks today for $8.99, we will donate an additional 10 masks. Shop with us at brewerwellnessshop.com. That's brewerwellnessshop.com.